I guess this is where I do that that really long sigh that YouTubers do when they're trying to explain themselves. Well, we should mention that you've come back from the dead. Yes, I've I've somehow been resurrected. Yeah, because uh, you haven't listened to the Memorial Show yet, but that's basically that's that's what I, I killed you off. <laughs> I said, what did I say? I said you you died in an autoerotic asphyxiation skiing accident. <laughs> oh, so I had to one-up David Carradine. Yeah, yeah. I just had to one-up him. Uh, and what was uh, uh, what was Cher's ex-husband? He hit a tree. Sonny? Yeah. Oh, so it's it, David Carradine David Car- Bono. There you go. It's a combo. Yeah, so I said, and I mentioned that you were bring you were bringing your coffin out here. That's when you were in vacation. I was gonna dress you up with like a Hawaiian t shirt and sunglasses and weekend weekend at Bernie's you around town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you probably could get away with it today. Yeah, so many people not paying attention to anything anymore. Nah, it's unbelievable. But, yeah, but that's. I digress. I guess I don't know. Did I use that right? Sure. Well, hey, we're recording something. I mean, it's an off-topic, yeah, mind you, but I'm impressed. It, it is an off-topic. I, I did scare up enough of, of willpower to record. I was doing some old Game of Thrones shaming. Shame. Shame. I wouldn't say anything, but I was just popping out episodes. I was on a roll. Wait a minute. How many have you done? Omori, Lost Odyssey, and now uh, Cthulhu Saves Christmas. So we got three. Uh, Oh, I feel like such a piece of shit now. And there's going to be one more in between that. So we're going to have four total since you've been gone. Uh, I don't even know. I I, I have to assume responsibility. I've never, never tried to say that I'm a piece of shit for not recording as often as I originally wanted to when when we started the show? Well, when we first started, and this was in 2009, we were trying, you wanted to do every two weeks, and we burned out of that pretty quick. But we did a solid once a month for a while. Yeah. I was, I was going to sites, this is when I still did security, I was being put in sites very frequently where I could play at work. Mm-hmm. And then toward the end of uh, end of my career there, I started being put in more and more places where I couldn't really get away from playing at work, a lot more day shifts, a lot more exposure to people, a lot more exposure to the client. Well, and, uh, to be fair, your new job, you have l- a lot less time. But your previous job, you were on the same kind of swing schedule as me, and you just made excuses not to play the games. I was just lazy. I mean, yeah. to the point where I ran out of excuses, I just had to say, I'm lazy. I'm fucking lazy. Right. And I got tired of begging you, so I just stopped begging. But then, like, will you do maybe one show a year? Maybe two? <laughs> it was getting, like, to the point where I'm like, I'm missing recording. I want to do more. But I've hit a wall. I hardly play games anymore. I guess it's that old man syndrome. But it's. I think it's more... Maybe like- more um, not as happy, I guess, with uh, with life. You're just talking about from a work perspective. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's not that my quality of life has gone down. It's just that I guess happiness has gone down. But when you're working 60 to 70 hours a week, it's going to wear on you. It no overtime, time. just salary. Yeah. Yeah, I'm salary, so I don't get overtime. Right, so that they can work you as much as they want. Right. That's the thing that sucks. Uh, every, every three weeks, third week, I have to do six days. I have to work six days a week, so that's my general 65 hours on top of another 10. Mm-hmm. And the two weekends that I get, I turn into a vegetable. I'm not motivated to do anything. Right, because you always the have house will, the weekends off. The house off. will get so... Yeah. Mm. I'm used to having more than two days off. Uh, but the house will, will get to the point where it's barren. And I'm starving. And my girlfriend's just constantly going out for food. <laughs> where I will finally get like stop at the grocery store and on the way home or, or something. Yeah, I've always been that way, but that's just more me being a bachelor than and lazy than anything else. And eating mostly just I'll just get food and have leftovers. I usually try to make my own food, but I don't even do that anymore because I have all these appliances, all these great appliances that I don't use because I'm just not motivated to do anything. Mm-hmm. Hey, work is just it, there. It's a grind. It's not a challenge. It's a grind. There, there is no challenge in this job. Right. You find the work easy. The work is relatively easy. It's not. It's not hard. It's just. It's too much. Too much time. Too much, or not enough lot, people. Too many tasks, and not enough me. Well, yeah, it's like, yeah, we're, we're short at work, too. Everybody is that I know within pretty much any industry. Uh, everybody, not everybody. The managers that care at my place are experiencing task saturation. Mm-hmm. Because the managers that care, everybody just piles on all the work. Oh, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, you'll get that done. Just throw it on him. To where my boss, great boss, love him to death. Needs to work out his anger issues, but that's, that's neither here nor there. But he, even he, after after twenty years there, is re, has reached a, his his limits with this uh, with the work. Yeah, well, something's got to change. And I've only been there a year, and I'm already at at my limit with this place. We always see new people to the job, and they they've got a lot of spunk. If they if they come in and they don't like have any motivation, you're like, oh, this guy's they're going to be terrible. But usually, the most new people they're out to succeed and you know show off at work. It's interesting you say that because I actually have show notes for this. Okay, go well, go ahead. Yeah, I knew you said you had some. Yeah, I uh, I work in the trucking industry. And so that's a that is the supply chain more or less. So everybody's always hearing about these supply chain issues. Let's tell you one thing. So the majority of the supply chain issues, yes, is the lack of labor. But the trucking industry has a massive problem in that it tries not to hire new. 
So in, going into what Don just said, you, a lot of spunk, potential, motivation mm-hmm. to, to succeed, change things, and make things better. And, and it's not just my company, because I've asked around. I've asked uh, all the, the, uh, the other workers that have been to other companies, and they've more or less verified that it's, that it's pretty much the same across the board. There's a slight, slight variances, but, um, but they all use similar technology, which is old as fuck. They're not interested in upgrading it because upgrading costs money. Most of these trucking companies are privately owned. They don't have shareholders to answer to. They don't have shareholders to please. Mm-hmm. The only person they're trying, the only people is just the family that owns it or the person that owns it. The, um, the tech is extremely old. It's extremely inefficient for what today's economy is set up to do. It can't keep up with the, with the workload. The, the network is, is almost gridlocked, not because there's not enough drivers, but because there's the, the ability to process it, it is not there. And this is mostly to do with just old CEOs that are used to a certain way? Right. And hmm. it, it's basically the, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Which I subscribe to very strongly, but you can only subscribe to it to a degree. That can't be, that can't be the law. The, um, when you're trying to shove a million pounds of freight per night through a terminal, and you're still working with tech with software that was designed in 1985 and everything is still done on paper. You're still writing everything down and everything's being called out on radio. Then it's a massive issue. It's not being done efficiently. It's not, it can't keep up with the Amazon. Mm -hmm. And as part of the reason why Amazon's trying to build its own trucking network is because they realize that the current way of doing things is wrong. And also, the industry is very incestuous or cannibalistic. I, I, cannibalistic and to the point where it's almost incestuous as far as the way they pass wor- uh, it work around or pass employees around. An employee will get hired there. They'll start in, a, in some, one of, some trucking company. Either there's a dock worker or part of dispatch or, or a driver. It, it doesn't matter. But they tend to stay in that position into perpetuity until they they retire or are no longer able to perform the job. So they, nobody uh, tries to move up. It's not that they don't try to move up. It's always they get fired and then they go to another company and then another company and they just they just make their rounds throughout the industry and there's no change because you're just bringing in the same train of thought. Right. It's like, oh, well, this person got fired from the last three trucking companies, but he has experience, so let's bring him in. Like, it's just like a marriage. You're dating somebody, and then they reveal, oh, by the way, I've been divorced eight times. Like, honey, I think after eight times, it might be you. Yeah, there it's was... kind of one of those things. Yeah. I know of like a... Go ahead. I know of a guy at work that a friend uh, worked with, and he said they'd, he'd been divorced five times, and he always had nothing but shit to complain about his ex-wives. And it's like, at some point, can you not realize that there is one cause, and it's you're the you're the thing that fits all this together? So you are the denominator. Maybe you have the worst luck in the world, or you're the problem. Right. 
and this was very recently um, shown to me when we opened a new terminal and they hired somebody to be the terminal manager who has been fired from the terminal manager position from five different other companies. If I'm a landlord and I'm trying to rent a a property out and I see somebody's been evicted five times, say in the last four years, why would I rent to you? Just like an employee, why would I hire you if you've demonstrated that you are very successful at getting fired? Yeah, really. What's their, they're just afraid of new people to give anybody a chance? I think it's more along the lines. Uh, companies have become very, uh, very training adverse. Well, you have, have to train, train people. you have to train them if you want them to do good. Well, you have to train them in the way of the company. But if you already know have if you already have a foundation on on how to perform, well that already puts you about 4 months ahead of somebody who has never done any kind of work in that industry. So that's 4 months of labor that the that the company's not losing out on uh, more or less. And this is the way it's it's kind of been within the trucking company for since its inception, more or less. Well, it's frustrating because you you notice a, you can identify a problem, and you can talk to every manager above you, and it won't make a lick of difference. So get this: <coughs> our forklifts. We have issues with forklifts all the time. One of those is battery issues. Well, in order to and it, it, normally it's just a simple jump, but that requires taking another lift out of service in order to jump that forklift that needed that needs jump. So I go to my terminal manager, slap down one of those portable jumper packs. And I don't know if you've seen the recent ones, but uh, I'm trying to think of something I can compare it to real quick. Um, take an Xbox One, chop it in half. That's about how big it is with, uh, with two jumper cables that come out of it. Mm-hmm. Slapped out on his desk. I said, that's about 120 bucks. You buy this, then we don't have to tie up two lifts, and you don't have two employees dicking around, talking to each other for 20 minutes while they consider jumping the other lift. It's one person. They hook up the battery, turn it on, wait a few minutes, start up the lift, off they go. That seems like a simple fix and not that co- and pretty cost effective. It's not going to happen. <laughs> and, and what's the reason? It's too expensive. This is isn't it? from my terminal manager, from his boss, the district manager. But it's too it, expensive. What about the time of the people? You're paying they them. Can't see the, uh, they can't see the added value. Hmm. Too expensive. Jumper cables work just fine. Going back to the, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, it might not be broke, but it's very inefficient. Yes. Um, also, going back to the to the hours worked. Yeah, any any human has a has a limit. Most humans, that limit is about sixty hours a week solid. You go beyond that, you start burning people out. Well, yeah, we're constantly doing that because we are we are understaffed. Well, the problem is, and this is we and I. I've told everybody this. We have entered a negative feedback loop. People okay. quit. 
hours go up because we have to compensate. We hire new hires. We get them trained up. We're still working extra hours. People quit. More hours. It's just, it, you see where this is going. It's just a, a constant churn of people. I've heard this saying, uh, I think it's for military spending or like the whole military industrial complex of a self-licking ice cream cone. <laughs> or I it just, suppose. You just get stuck in that loop and then you're like, okay, I'm just, it's justifying itself and it, it keeps making itself worse and you can't get out of the loop. Yeah, it, it continues to make itself worse. They've, they've talked about switching everybody to mandatory 12-hour uh, days, which the entire terminal already rioted over, basically saying, you, the day you do that, we're all going to quit. Yeah, that would, be, that, would be a, that would be tough to sell. Yeah, six days a week, 12 hours? Whew. Then there's, there's no life left. except I mean, you've you got to sleep, hopefully, eight hours. Let's say you're not. Let's say you're doing five or six. Well, what's your one day going to be like? Uh, you're not gonna, in bed or on the sofa, just turning into a vegetable. Not yeah, you don't. Productive you're not going to want to do anything of value. You want to be and be able to enjoy it. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'll take my boots off and I'll sit on the sofa five, ten minutes. TV's not even on, just in a silent room. Mm. I'm fucked. <laughs> so you want to go back to your previous job? Uh. When I was in Columbus, yes. When I was in Columbus doing the yard stuff, I honestly, I was recently looking back fondly at that, thinking, you know, all the times I got pissed off. Yeah, you didn't know how, I, how good you had it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty damn good right there. All the times I got pissed off because I was the only one doing, doing the lion's share of the work, it was not honestly not all that bad. Yep. So I think when I when I eventually leave this job, wherever I end up, I'll probably appreciate a lot more. Unless it's even more bullshit or hellish. You just gotta wait for the housing crash to happen and then move out here. I really need a housing crash to happen. Oh, what's coming? Turn off the damn money printer and <laughs> let it happen already. Yeah, well, that ain't helping. But yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now, I guess mentally and physically. Okay. I, j I cannot be motivated. I come home. I've told you this before. I stare at grass charts for a couple hours and go to bed. Oh, so you're still kind of working when you get home. Yeah, I guess I guess that's fair. But it's it's work that that I enjoy. Oh, you're talking about your side business. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, my trades and whatnot. Okay, I didn't know you had like a, I didn't know if you had like a work thing that you could look at those graphs and stuff. No, no the charts I'm talking about is the crypto. Gotcha. And how's that going? It's going pretty good. I'm telling you right now, we're looking pretty good, aren't we? Mm-hmm. I uh, I <laughs> managed to make quite a bit of coin on the Dogelon, um rocket. Good. Market cap hit one billion. I hopped off. Okay, yeah. But now everything else is into a coin that's an actual, or token that's an actual project. 
No more memes. I think the meme coins are over. I don't. I don't think we're gonna see too many more uh, shoot up. Yeah, you know they're just all pyramid scheme stuff. Yeah, and I a, a lot of them uh, I'm not trusting anymore. Well, that's why I just invested in stable like ones that have a whole backing, and I'm up like sixty some percent. Let me talk. Let me tell you about that about Ethereum. Hmm. Fucking release version two already. I'm tired of paying those gas fees. Hmm. Yeah. Man, those are brutal. On certain days, it'll it'll be so expensive. A thousand dollar trade will cost eight hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, it's like why even know? I'm not doing this. This is dumb. Yeah, really. Re- <laughs> reject the the transfer. Fuck. All right. So besides work, what else is new? Um, this is another thing that happened at work. Mm-hmm. So some somebody at work um made oh, some kind of vegetable soup. I had chicken in it. It was pretty good. And um, I had it out on the table where the where the um where, where the rest of the workers could see it. Not like I was advertising. It just happened to be out. And they kept asking me what it was. I was like, well, that's food. Oh, did you make that? No, Allie did. And it, obviously, because she's female, they're all going to clown on me. And that's fine. But almost everybody said, ew, you eat other people's food? I said, well, but yeah. I don't see what the problem is. You go to other people's house, you eat their food? Right. But it's the fact that a lot of people seem to have this phobia against eating cooked food that was made by other, by somebody else if they weren't present to watch the cooking, more or less. Bizarre. It's very bizarre to me. Maybe it's just an Indiana thing, but uh, it's it's very weird. But a lot of things are very weird. A lot of the people here behave very strangely. So there is a difference from Ohio? Yes. I don't know if it's the meth in the water here, but... Okay, having having lived in three states... Well, having stayed a majority amount of my life in three states now... Um... Washington, I, I don't remember too much of to really compare its workforce, but I will say that the workforce in Indiana is very bizarre and very lazy. You would think it being like a kind of within the Rust Belt that it the whole um, was a blue collar um, drive to go to work and whatnot. No, it's the opposite here. It's very, very weird. You were thinking about buying a house there. Yes, I was. Well, the house prices keep going up, so I'm I'm just going to gonna bail on that for now yeah you know the crash will eventually come and it's gonna affect certain areas more it might not be as effective out here because the demand for you know hiring out here is huge or the worst case i'll just go homestead in alaska Mm. but yeah it's it's very strange here i don't fully understand it do you ever look at what your house is worth in florida the one you sold? I did. I don't remember what it was, what it ended up being. But Zillow is such a, a pile anymore that I can't trust anything it says. Yeah, they're never, like, accurate, but... I guess if I sold today... Okay, hold on, I, guess I, I guess I could pull it out. Hold on. I gotta have a check and see what mine is. That's right. Yeah, I got a thing to truncate it. Yeah, we're good. Okay. I'm not going to edit anything, so whatever whatever this is, is. 
Wow. Well, that's unfortunate. Why what? So Realtor.com has my house listed at 375. Oof. About 200,000 more than what I sold it for back in 2015, I think. Mm. No, 2019, something like that. Yeah, the demand for out there is 17. gone through the roof. But I don't regret because I wanted out of there. I did not want to be in Tampa anymore. Yeah, I remember you were miserable in Florida. Jeez, I'm looking at this picture. It's an old picture. Before the house got painted. Oh, they haven't updated it on a Google whatever. Actually, no. This is this picture was taken shortly after I moved out. Interesting. Anyway, but yeah, I guess if I stayed there and remained miserable, then sure. But no, I, yeah. It's, mental health is is much more important than financial health. Right, true that. So uh, regarding the show, yes, I want to play more. The The issue is now time. A again, when I'm on my weekends, I turn into a vegetable. I don't get anything done. Um, yeah, you don't play any games anymore. No, my Steam's mostly inactive. I play a little bit of WoW here and there with my girlfriend, but... I'm not even level 70 yet, and Burning Crusade's been out uh, forever now, for I think over a year. Or no, not over a year. It's been out long enough that I should have hit 70. Right. Yeah, I remember you used to play a ton of different games all at once. Yeah. And you're missing on some but, good ones, too. I... I I had a whole plan before I moved out to Indiana. I had a whole plan, streaming and, and everything else. I just wanted to evaluate the streaming market for a while to figure out which platform to go through. And I'm so glad I didn't choose Mixer because we all know how that turned out. Um, I, did, I didn't follow Mixer. What happened to Mixer? Uh, they, they folded. Microsoft oh. sold, it to, sold off a lot of their assets to Facebook. Oh, yes. You mean Meta. Get it right. <laughs> meta. <laughs> Actually, uh, speaking of meta, so I broke down, I bought a Quest uh, 2. Is that what you had when you were out here, or is that... Yes. Okay. And I had been playing that a bit, playing around on that. So I would like... This is a stretch, and this is more fantasy for me than anything. I wouldn't mind doing a show or at least some sort of Q&A in like a uh, VR chat style room. Oh, wow. The future. Yeah, why not? Give it a, give it a go. Oh, my God. So you're just in a room that's virtual with a bunch of avatars. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It seems gimmicky. It's that's the it, whole it, meta thing seems very gimmicky. Well, they're looking. They're looking about eighty years ahead, where you'll go to work without leaving your house. You'll just put a headset on, and bam, you're more or less in a quote unquote office. Oh, so you get no experience from other humans. That's great. No real in-person connections. Look at cell phones. 
Yeah, like well, people texting each other and they're sitting right next to each other. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't associate with those people. <laughs> but no, that's that's the direction we're going. Yeah, you're right. the The only social interaction is going to be virtual. Hmm. And everybody's going to be awkward as fuck in real life. I mean, you're already seeing it, and amongst a lot of the younger uh, crowd. Uh, the younger ones, you're you're seeing their 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 ability to pick up and deliver so, deliver on social cues is lacking. Yeah, that's true. I had a few other things to discuss. You know what I have to discuss? Why can't we go back to paper menus at restaurants? <laughs> I got to scan a QR code, and then I can't open it. Yeah, I don't like that. And then I need a PDF reader just to open it. <laughs> and the guy, this was at a sushi place uh, last night, and the guy's like, "Oh, you got an Android? Oh, just go to the f- the downloads. It should be in your files." I'm like, "No, I'm I ha- out. Nope." I'm like, "I have it there. It's just I don't have a PDF reader, and I don't feel like installing one just to look at the menu here." I should not have to install something on my phone to read your menu. Oh, I mean, I'm looking forward to Christmas out in Ohio. It's like it's like the way things were. It's such a party atmosphere out there. I mean, I never last year, I never drank as much in the entire year of 2020 as I did in that specific 3 weeks of Christmas. Cuz I took a 3 week time off cuz I had to get out of here. There was like everything was still shut down out here. It was a nightmare. And it was party central. Nobody cared about anything. We just drank so much liquor. And had such a great time. And then you come back here and it's just like miserable. Well, you've been, you were out here a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Actually, just one month ago. Was it only one? I can't keep track of time. It was the first week of October, I think it was. Okay, yeah. Only a month. Well, you are coming up to Cincinnati and we're going to go out to a steakhouse. So there's that. Mm-hmm. We do that every year now. Just try a different one. Yeah, it's the that's the thing we do. <laughs> it seems steak is always involved when we meet. Yeah, we we're going to some fancy ass places anymore. I actually have a decent job that pays. I can actually afford these things. When I went back doing security, man, I was scraping. Yeah, it's nice when you don't have to worry about food and you can go to any place you kind of you want to eat. Um, we're gonna go somewhere else with this conversation. I can't remember now. Oh, speaking of traveling, we going to Vegas again in January. You are doing it again. This was you did it last January. Yes, but I was, I was sick and didn't fully get to enjoy it. I spent I spent more time in the hotel than I than in the hotel room than I honestly wanted. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, you didn't really go there to gamble or drink. So, what what all did you no, do? I see the sights? Yeah, more or less see, see the sights. But this time we're going to go there. We were only there for, what, three nights, I think? Okay. Two, or, two nights? Might have been two nights. But this time we're going for five nights. So, we're going to be there a whole week. But we're going to go to the Grand Canyon. Um, probably do one of those ATV tours. Do you ever do Death Valley? No, and I was I was considering going up there. 
you do the dam? Yeah, well, the first time we were out there. We yeah, that's Death Valley's interesting. There is a mansion in the middle of nowhere out there. I can't remember what it's called. Huh. When I went, it was like 120 degrees. It was ridiculous. And apparently the air conditioning didn't work well or it would overheat the car, so we had to have the windows down. It was ugh. <laughs> what a nightmare. That's horrible. Yeah. But what else? Uh, oh, um, Gracie's show... And if Penn and Teller still still going, it'll be. I have to see Penn and Teller. Yeah, I've d- I did that with my uh, German friend. We sat pretty far up front uh, for that show. That was a good one. And we went to see Phantom of the Opera, which is much. It's a much shorter, reduced one because they don't want to keep people in the play. They want to cut it as much as possible so they can go back out on the floor and gamble. Of course. Yeah. Good figure. Uh, if they're still doing it, I think the bodies exhibit one at least one exhibit there. Yeah, I think I've seen that twice. Uh, where at? Maybe in Ohio and out here. Those are that's always a cool exhibit. I like the uh, what they do with the bodies. And then outside of that, I'm not sure what else we're gonna do. Probably yeah, they ha- a lot more walking around, wandering the, around. The main guy that did the bodies thing, I think on one of them he was there live in like a operating room working on one of them with like a Jesus people helping. That's awesome. Yeah, that was a cool thing. I will say this. If, you, if you're if you going to Vegas, or if you've ever have been, if you're looking for a place to stay, don't stay at the Luxor. I stayed there. I'm glad I did, because I can say I've been there. But it's not that it was a bad hotel. It's just an old hotel. And... Yeah, I would say if you're going to go, go Venetian, right? Is that the, what do they call it? Uh, the Venetian, the Palazzo, the Wynn. Yeah, you want the newer stuff. I mean, I thought, like, yeah, cool black, like, um, uh, pyramid. I like that one. But I've heard any of the older hotels, yeah, they're not worth it. They they, no. they show their age. It, they show their age. Um, you can hear the neighbors. Hmm. Um, it, it's just, it, sh- it, it does. It, sh- it shows its age. This time we're staying at the MGM uh, Grand, which I don't know how old that is. I think that's good. I think that's a good one. It's a it's a massive hotel. Well, you went back last year. Was everything? Was nobody there? I mean, what was it like last year? No, it's still pretty crowded. And then you do New York, New York last year, or was that the year before? The year before. Okay. Yeah, you missed out before it really hit. So that's yeah, you saw the last sliver of what yeah, New we York was on that New York trip. Yeah, but um, however, I will recommend the Luxor if you want to go there on an absolute budget, or if you want to save the absolute most amount of money so that you can gamble or do other things. Then yes, the Luxor, um, Excalibur, and uh, Park MGM I think are all the cheapest in that area. I think it, the two times I went out there, the flight was nothing. It was like 200 bucks round trip. Yeah. Uh, uh, her and I, it's only going to cost us 400 per, uh, 800 total mm-hmm. between the two of us to get out there and, and stay. So everything that's, else we bring is just pure play money. So that's what the hotel and the tickets for the flight and everything. Yeah. Five days is 400 bucks. Yeah. You can't at MGM. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. That's, that's a good deal. And we got the, the uh, a suite as well. Yeah, you're not going for the base. Yeah, that's good. 
I mean, you're well, not going to be spending I, any I time at your hotel anyway, so. No. I got a bunch of comps from when we were at the Luxor, and I signed up for the MGM deal. Yeah. So, so now I just log in through my account, and usually I can get uh, this MGM deal. I'm getting four days that are comped. Out of five, I'm going to have to pay for one day. You never really gamble when you're out there, did you? How much did I spend? I think what I put in was about a thousand bucks and then winning, losing, winning, losing, that all ended up being like five grand or something. Really? Total yeah, total the money flow was like five thousand bucks or something like that out of a thousand initial. So the MGM it looks like I spent I spent five thousand bucks. You now you came back with five grand? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, I, I spent all the money. Because that was that was purely for playing gambling, but it just lasted right okay. through the winning and losing, winning because they track every penny that you win and lose. Oh, because you had one of those cards. That's right. Okay. Yes. So it looks like I like I spent five grand. Nice. Well, that's a, you can't beat that. That's a lot of fun for that. I think. Yeah. I think I got I made my money in my trip on some Star Wars, you know, just slot machine thing, where it's like six by six rows. I got all. Of, one of the characters or close to it. It was paying out way too much. It's one of those ones yeah. where, you know, you're like, you know, uh, eventually they're going to come over here and like fix the machine because it's paying <laughs> yeah, out too much. Off. So this that covered the, too hot. that covered the trip. So that was nice. I think before I go out there, um, probably starting the next week or two, I'll try to shore up my blackjack game. I know oh, how to gonna, play blackjack. I just don't know the the, the typical strategy. You can try to rain man it. No, no, I'm not going to try to card count or nothing. Although I'll probably look into it. But I I would just like to be able to sit at a table for a few hours and just just play a couple, just play hands. Yeah, that'd be cool. We did that at the uh, um, the slot machines. I did that at the one at the video craps uh, machine. Stayed for about an hour, just just playing simple hands. Craps is still very hard for me to learn. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I did much other than slot machine. I can't remember what all I played. I know there was a really good steakhouse. I think it was in the New York place or maybe the Paris place. You know, I think it might have been Paris with the. That tower right in the middle of the casino okay. or hotel. It's well, let me look it up. See if I can find it. It's Gallagher's. What is it called? I think I saw that. It was expensive. Don't get me wrong, but uh, they have all the meats on display in a freezer right out front. Ooh, yeah, it's got four uh, dollar signs on the. <laughs> yeah. Gallagher's in Vegas. Gallagher's Steakhouse in New York, New York. That's MGM Resorts. Go yeah. On to, yeah. Uh, New York, New York was also one of the cheap ones, but I've never. I I didn't walk through New York, New York. I don't know what it looks like. I will say Excalibur. I just did not feel comfortable there i felt grimy and dirty and just looking at the other people that oh you went to the old old area 
Yeah, that's yeah the Luxor. Yeah, the south end of the strip. Yeah, because that's not Luxor. Still on the strip is just far out. It's very far south. Would you ever do the the bungee jump thing? What one's that off of? You know what I'm talking about? The stratosphere. That's what it is. Would you ever do that? Or whatever it is. Uh, probably not. Me either. I can't do. I can't do the height thing. Skydiving, I would do, but not the bungee jumping. I have done the tandem skydiving, and that is fun. Although I did one have one ear that didn't pop, and that was painful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a buildup. But besides that, it was a ball. And I was the last person off the plane, so it's just you're just waiting as people are jumping out. You're like, you're terrified. Like you're like, I, you just want to, you just want to say, you know, I'm done. But they even tell you, like, if you say you're done at any point, like, you you already just paid for the an airplane ride. You're not gonna, we're not gonna jump, but you you paid in full just to go up on an airplane ride. So I'm like, I gotta face my fears, and it was fun. You still have that video? I do, I, somewhere. Yeah. Hmm. So bad at recording things and taking pictures. Well, I am. I was hoping we were gonna record an off topic while you're out here, but we. Uh, Got distracted. Like that uh, food in your mouth there, buddy? Oh, you hear that? Yeah. I just had a Manhattan. I'm eating the cherry. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I'm no longer a professional. Uh, distracted, I guess, but vegetable, yeah. That's that's more or less what it was. Hmm. Wake up, go out, get some food, come back, turn into a vegetable. Yeah, basically. Over up a little bit, go back out, get some more food, come back, turn into a vegetable. I had a good time. You know, we fucked up Squid Game. How? We should have watched the, the, the subtitles, not the dub. I hear that the subtitles were the way to go. I think I just watched it. I think it plays the dub just naturally on its own. That would make sense. Yeah, I think when I just started it, it played the dub, and I just went with it. I didn't think this... Because I, I don't mind subtitles. I know some people can't stand them in movies or anything. I've watched enough anime. Did you Have you seen Alice in Borderland? That's like the 2020 Squid Game. No. that's uh, It's a graphic novel it's based on. It's uh, This is Japanese instead of Korean. And I think that's better than Squid Game. We need to I, keep a list of shit that we should watch you you know what you need to watch yeah mr in between that's a great tv series only three seasons they just finished it they're done no more all on hulu it's a uh, black comedy crime drama in australia about a hitman and it's amazing every season gets better they maybe only have like eight to ten episodes a season but damn is that a good show you know they canceled last man I think I told you. I we watched a couple episodes, although I don't remember much, and I was kind of not feeling it. Although I love the graphic novel, I liked the premise, but the TV series executed it poorly. Yeah, I didn't like the main character guy. He was just kind of spoiled, and I don't know. I didn't like any of the characters. I didn't like a single fucking character. I couldn't wait for them to die too. Yeah, I was zoned out through the whole thing. The writing was was bad. The directing was bad. So they just made it through one season, and they're done. I don't even think they made it through the whole season. You're kidding me. They canceled it before the season was over? 
I, that's what I've heard. I have not verified it. They probably let the season play out. It just was canceled to the point where they weren't doing a second season during the the, the season. That's bananas. Yeah, I haven't been watching a lot of TV. I mean, it's hard. It, besides that Mr. In-Between show, uh, it's there's too much out there, and I just get overwhelmed. And I just end up like just scrolling through stuff and lose track of time. <laughs> When I sit down, like, let me find something to watch. I'm just at a loss. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I just looked around a long time. I think I saw, had too much of it in 2020 and during the lockdown where I was just like, I had enough. I've seen everything <laughs> that I need to see. <laughs> Although, I'll be honest, I did watch Squid Game and I did watch. Well, we watched it, right? Yeah. And uh, Alice in Borderland, I recommend that for you. Can you? I just can't believe it. it's 2021 and it's almost over. This year is almost over. I don't like it. We're almost at 2022. God, I'm going to blink my eyes and I'm going to be dead in a nursing home. All my accomplishments. Did I tell you my uh, dad got a new car? Uh, I think you did, unless he got another car very recently. Yeah, this week. <laughs> okay, no, I didn't. <laughs> no. He, I, he always says that like this is it. This is gonna last me till I'm dead. And I'm like, uh huh. Okay. <laughs> this is the one time he got a deal though. He he had a C7 Corvette. I think 2017. He sold it for what it was new. He for what he paid for it. So he broke even after driving it for. I think he only put like six thousand miles on it because the demand from all these cars, you know, from the chip shortage, and everybody likes the new mid-engine C8. His car went up in value like ten grand, in just the last year. And he's like, "All right, I'm going to sell it. I'm going to break even on it. Besides, you know, just gas and insurance." And he he got one of these fancy F type Lexuses. So, oh my goodness, Lexus. Well, it's Top more ownership. I thought they were pretty reliable, right? They have to Lexus. be the most reliable out of any luxury brand. I mean, you look at a BMW, BMW it, it, yeah, you look at a BMW, it breaks down. <laughs> and Mercedes-Benz is known for engine failure. And Audi is known for just excessive maintenance costs on everything. But I thought Lexus is just like a, like a luxury Toyota. Infinity's on the way out. In 10 years' time, there won't be an Infinity. Guaranteed. Yeah, I'd, I'd take you on that. I'd take that bet. You don't think how much do you want to bet? Oh no no no! I'm saying I agree with you. Oh okay, I was I gonna say because I was willing to put some money down on it and say ten years from now, Infinity won't exist. But uh, yeah, they're they're kind of falling. They're falling behind. They're not competitive compared to the other ones. But yeah, I think Lexus. I mean, they look like spaceships. The grills are weird, but that's any car anymore. You know, one brand I've been seeing a lot of is Alfa Romero. Now I love that car, especially the the one with the is it the four leaf clover on it, the performance version. I I'm not familiar with with anything of theirs. Uh, Contra four leaf. What do they call their? They they're they're pretty. They got an SUV and a sedan, and then they got a high performance version of each, which I think have like detuned or maybe like Ferrari engines with down two t- cylinders. I can't remember. But in the 400, 500 horsepower range. Now, reliability is the question on those. 
<laughs> that one you're going to play a little gamble with. I tell you what, somebody had the money to to build a factory and build cars with no chip. Build cars like they were built in the 90s. Obviously, updated bodies and, and safety and whatnot. But you're talking about just looks. It. Right, for, for looks and, and safety and whatnot. But no, the engine and the dash, no, no touchscreen, no. Also, oh, no navigation. You're talking old school, right. uh, no electric steering. Um, well, no, you can have electric. Shit that doesn't require ridiculous. That, that doesn't require these chips. They don't they only operate off like simple relays. And yeah, you're right, because of the shortage. And yeah. So I, gar- I, 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 would, I would fund this project. Because that's that's how much I, I believe it would work is that if you built cars like they built them in the nineties, no no tech in them, no navigation, whatnot, analog, damn near everything. Are you just talking about you more the set, style too, or do you care about this like the boxy type early nineties no, or no, the the style is is modernized, yes. You don't get the boxy look, no. Just everything style. inside is is not anything to do with it's all mechanical and not electronic. Or, mechanical or electronic if as as is needed no no extra frills like we have now okay you could probably make a car and sell it for 10 grand first off and second i guarantee you people would be lining up the door because a lot of people want to be able to work on their own cars again and a lot of people don't want to have to go to the dealer and give up their car for a day and then pay two thousand dollars just to say have the what is essentially a tablet replaced in their dash you know, the funny thing about nowadays is the best anti-theft system on a car is a manual transmission. Because <laughs> a lot of younger people, like thieves or whatever, don't know how to, they only know how to drive them automatic. Of course. So, but that's more of a rare thing anymore to get a manual. I was joking with uh, with somebody at work the other day. Uh, we'll get to the point now where it's it's more it's more safe to go with a standard physical lock and key on your door than it is to go with a smart lock. Because nobody will know how to use a key. <laughs> what, what's, this, what's this hole? My phone don't fit in there. I don't know what that's for. I don't know if it's gotten to that level or nuts. <laughs> uh, it is pretty wild, though. Well, did your sunbird have a manual? You've driven manuals before. No, my motorcycle was a manual. That counts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Boy, you engage the clutch from your foot pedal, kind of like my uh, four-wheeler. The left hand is the clutch. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I've never driven a motorcycle, so I have no idea. Left, left hand is the clutch. Right hand is the brake. Um, left foot is the, is the shifter. Right foot is the brake. Yeah, I remember the old... I had a quad... It wasn't a three-wheeler. No, it was a quad, like a, the cheapest Honda at the time. And I knew that one was manual, where you had to uh, you had to shift it from uh, your left foot uh, using the kind of pulling the clutch lever. Yeah, it's similar to a motorcycle. Okay. Although, you have to be, as I learned the hard way, depending on the model of ATV, you have to be careful because I had gotten used to rev matching on my bike when when shifting gears so i was trying to rev match on on this particular atv and i would either kill the engine or make it lurch so much that it would buck me off oh god 
Then the owner's like, ah, just the fuck, you're tired of fucking ending up doing that shit. What are you talking about? Now you didn't know. fucking gun in the engine when you're shit, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, okay, I'm, it's your fucking quads. You just tell me how it works and I'll just do it that way. All right, right, yeah. I didn't know you. Do you own a quad? No. Okay, you're just try, trying one out? Well, not trying. Well, I, I guess trying one out. No, um, one of Amanda's friends owned a quad and we were... We were digging around on it. Yeah, my dad sold two of them recently. He bought them from uh, co-workers at his job that they got them from California. And they were good quality, like pricey at the time, like Yamahas, Kawasaki. They were maybe 10, 15 years old, but in good condition. They just hadn't been worn road in a while. So he got a good deal on them from his co-workers and then just fixed them up, you know, changed all the oil and everything and, and like sold them for double the price. Jesus. <laughs> there's a demand. There's a demand for everything right now. Everything's weird. Yeah, inflation. What do you want? We live in clown world now. It feels like that. I know they were just they were just doing the summit where they're doing the climate change thing. And I'm like, you guys could have all done this from Zoom and and or you could fall asleep <laughs> at it. But no, you want to fly and all your private jets to go here. And spend, I don't know how many tons of CO2 in the atmosphere to talk about climate change, which everybody else who, at least out here in Oregon, had to go to school via Zoom or work via Zoom. There's still people I know at my work that have not come back yet. Oh, I love watching the, the, the fails, the Zoom fails. I know you saw. We saw oh, my God. Does people just um, immediately after getting out of a meeting have to masturbate? Isn't that the craziest thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, we're done with the meeting. Let me start tugging on my pud. Uh, your camera's still on, sir. Or they'll take their laptops to take a shit in the bathroom and not realize they're in a meeting. How do you lack the spatial awareness? Or is it, would this be object permanence? The fact that you you forgot what the laptop was doing and you you brought it into the bathroom with you. Well, to be fair, though, you were one of the last people that broke your TV via a VR headset. What's that got to do with picking your nose on Zoom? Well, you remember, I mean, you, you've seen it. You already were aware. There was like five to ten years of people doing this <laughs> when it first happened. But and then, like, you were like, you're like, what the hell? I'm just going to go ahead and, and punch randomly in the air and run around my room until I hit something. <laughs> first off, Gorn is an amazing game. Fuck you. No, I, you, showed, you showed it to me. It looks pretty cool. <laughs> Second... I was already self-aware of the fact that what I'm doing puts my TV in danger. And I had already accepted the risk, the fact that I wasn't throwing a blanket over the screen. I wasn't doing anything to protect the TV. I had accepted that risk that I was going to fuck up and destroy the TV. So when I actually did it, yes, I was upset, but I, re re I kept telling myself, you fucking knew better. You knew this was going to happen. And you said, I'm okay with this. Yeah, you had a nice TV. Didn't you have a Samsung or something? It was a, it was a uh, Sony Bravia. Yeah. I remember the uh, the model number. I bought it uh, 2007. And then you ended up replacing it with a Vivio or whatever they call those? Uh, Vizio. Vizio, yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> I like the Vizio. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I probably won't buy a Samsung TV though, when I when I decide to go OLED. 
Yeah, because I went OLED. Well, you were out here when I had the OLED? Yes. Yeah, yeah, because I remember, well, you know I got those monoliths, and all of a sudden, 65 inches looked a tad small. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to talk shit about your TV. What? Either you haven't calibrated it correctly yet, or I'm just not impressed by that picture. What are you talking about? Your television. I'm not. I'm not all that impressed by it. Well, from the 2015, that was that was just an LED, I think, to uh, this OLED. I noticed a massive difference. The blacks are perfect. That's pr- okay. That's and that rating, that rating sites, what is it called? Rtings.com. Yeah. That's that it's one of the best ones. It's the LG whatever. That's I got that. Now you're right. I didn't do any kind of crazy calibration. Uh, you know. Uh, let me retract my previous statement. You I will, son of a bitch. I will accept your statement that when you upgraded from the last television to this one you have now, you notice an immediate difference because you are used to those. You, you had something to compare it to. So my statement wasn't fair. I'm All building right. from from mo- computer monitors because that's more or less of what I just sit in front of all day long now. Fair to enough. Your television. And then comparing my also my Vizio, which is which I'd say is a mid high end Vizio, to 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 your television, which again I don't watch a whole lot of television, so my I lack the ability to more or less provide a fair comparison. Okay, fair enough. I, it's a big change to me. I've noticed a huge change. So but I, what about I will withhold further further statements until I can do a better comparison. Okay, but what about the speakers, though? I mean, we did play Doom at ear-breaking levels. Um, you need to move. Because I, I need a bigger... <laughs> I need a bigger room, is basically what... It, those are overkill for the size room. You need a bigger room, and you need to not have neighbors. Yeah, that's the problem. You can only play it that loud. And even then, that's psychotic. Like, you're going to have the cops called after a couple songs. <laughs> we only played one. And after we turned we it off, played the... played it in its entirety. Well, it's felt like it. But once we turned it off, the level was silence. And then you realize how loud that was once it cuts off immediately. And I heard people outside. I think the neighbors came outside to listen to it. <laughs> I think they did. Yeah, and I'm like, ooh, uh, well, it was like noon. I mean, it was a weekend at noon. Nobody should be bothered too much. They had no reason to be upset. Yeah, I I don't do that at 3 a.m. That would cause a panic. That would be a riot in my community (laughs) if I was doing that. (laughs) Have Antifa showing up. (laughs) Suddenly becomes about Trump. Yeah, all of a sudden it's Astro Road and everybody's dying pushing against my front door. And that's a terrible joke. I should not have said that, but I just heard about that from my girlfriend. And I'm like, oh, damn, I didn't even know. I don't follow news worth of shit. I'm sorry. After the station fire, you should know better. I'm going to be a dick and say... You should know better after the station fire. I think my dad knew somebody that died in the Cincinnati. You remember the Who where they played? They were just, it was like in the 70s, and they were warming up their set before, you know, the, before the show, and everybody outside heard them playing, and they pressed against the front doors and just crushed, I don't know, I think a dozen people to death. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
My dad wasn't there, but he knew somebody that was that died. We're getting way off track, and we're recording for a whole lot longer than was anticipated. That's okay. Well, there's no editing done. We'll just do the, you know, the leveling and truncate. the truncate the silent. Yeah, yeah, this is fine. So we're, we're probably more like at 45 minutes, right? And I'll do this the next week. I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna go to bed here in a bit, but yeah, it doesn't have to be up. Yeah, we'll have this. This will come up first, and then I'll have probably two more shows before Christmas. I'm on a roll now, and I'm looking forward to that Disco Elysium or whatever that game is. I forgot all about it, but somebody mentioned on the forums. I need to figure out how to motivate yeah. myself to play these games. Well, AJ like mentioned it. I forgot all about it, and that's the one that highly rated... Well, Amori, you have to play that game. You already bought it, I think, right? Yeah. Really good game. At some point, you should you should play it, and then give I that episode a listen. That le- episode I edited the hell out of with music and little bits and stuff just to make it as perfect as possible. I want to play Amori, but given my current situation, I almost feel that it would hit too close to home. I do know it addresses depression and and other, other, uh, I guess we'll, yeah, say negative negative emotions. Yeah, you're gonna be like hanging yourself after that. Yeah, it's it's a rough game. I'm kind of I'm a little nervous to continue playing it because I don't I don't want it to make me more sad. Yeah, because oh, did you play it a little bit? Yeah, I, I'm. I got all the way. I played through. I guess the little tutorial tutorial where you're in the playground. Right. Yeah, that's really early on. Yeah, but uh, right. at first I'm like, oh, what's with this kid shit? Then I'm like, oh, this stuff is dark. I can already see it's going. It's going to be dark, especially when the first game first open. You're kind of in this this blank room. I kind of took it as the as the mind. Yeah, you you start putting pieces together and ooh, yeah. I can see why it's ten out of ten on almost everything. I mean, at first I was like, oh come on, okay, this is just gonna be like Earthbound, like a little kind of side ripoff, but nope. That game stood up compared to all the other games we played, like uh Cosmic Star Heroine, uh what was a few others? I have to look them up. But this one's one of the best ones we played in the last couple years. God damn it. And you missed so out. Bad. Well, well I you're busy. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to play it. No, you're busy. I mean, I'm busy and unmotivated. Yeah, because we did Undertale, Cosmic Star Heroine, A Child of Light. I think those are all great games in their own right. But man, Omori is something special. And I didn't even tell you about Lost Odyssey, did I? No. I think I uh, I, I messaged something on Discord, so I kind of went into the whole thing. So. Xboxes keep breaking. We can't even get through the game because we can't keep an Xbox running long enough to like <laughs> for me to play it. Or let me borrow it. And mine's been broken for what? Since you came out here, I think it's been broken. The hell have you been using it for? And I borrowed his and I broke his. But his was already on the way out. Because his yep. optical drive was going bad. And yep, I uh, I couldn't get it out anymore. <laughs> The disc is stuck inside, and the paperclip method does not work. <laughs> I broke the paperclip method after five times. Never had a PlayStation break, though. Hmm. Hmm. Shit. My place, my PS2 that I bought 2002. Was it 2002? 
Yeah, 2002. I bought it 2002. Spring of 2002. I remember buying it for, I think, San Andreas, whatever the GTA was for that one. I bought mine because I was in the Navy and I was bored. Uh-huh. But uh, I guarantee if I plugged it in now, it would fire right on up and I could play whatever game I put in it. Oh, yeah. Those are, I think I got either the original or the second one. You're right. I think I might have yeah. that still. Which will further submit the fact that the fact, this is fact, objective fact, mm-hmm. that the PS2 is the best system created. You know, that was a solid one. Because Xbox took over after that. I think the Xbox yeah. 360 was competing against the PS3, and it was far superior. I never owned a 360. I'm not, I don't know too much about I think I've heard. I, mean, I never owned either one. I stopped after PS1, PS2, and then I went straight to Xbox One X. So I had a huge leap in between. I still got my original Super Nintendo. And you still have both emulator versions of the ones that were impossible to get from Nintendo. Uh, no, I only have the SNES. Oh, I thought you had the NES also. No, just the SNES. You never played that? The SNES? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you I've still loaded custom ROMs on it and everything. Oh, so you added more to it? Yeah, I hear people did that. Mm-hmm. I told you how I got it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Took me a minute. I forgot. Yeah, because that was hard to get. I told you. And I wasn't going to pay more than I think the normal price was eighty bucks. Okay, that's the limit. I'm not paying more than I think that's a bit much, but people were paying double 200 bucks like nope no way it, no it chance in hell it, it wasn't worth it yeah it, 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 without modding it's not worth 80 dollars okay with modding yes but again yeah. i don't understand why they just couldn't put the entire library on it to begin with i thought they'd try to release more versions but nobody wants the same thing with yeah just have it so it's completely unlocked. All the Nintendo-related games are on it. I understand you're not going to have any of the other ones that you don't have licenses to. Yeah, that's but just ha- have your core... Uh, isn't there a new Metroid coming out? Or am I crazy on that? Metroid Dread is currently out. I refuse to pay $60 for it, though. But I want to play it really, really, really bad. Yeah, because you got a Switch. I do. It looks good. It looks gorgeous. Well, 60 and, bucks is the way to go on any games. Why won't you pay that? Uh, because I'm a cheap bastard. I'm just going to buy it used. And yeah, how long? Is that like 10 hours gameplay? I don't know how long the... I, I don't know how long For 60 is. bucks, I mean, you you want something kind of like Skyrim that you'll get just lost in forever. Right. And it's a single-player game, so why not buy it used? That's what I was going to ask you. Is uh, Was it Blaine? Or who, who, who on the Discord mentioned about uh, Fallout and that... New Vegas is better than Fallout 4. I don't know. I've never played any. You played all of them, right? I played Fallout 4. I played Fallout 3. I haven't beaten Fallout 4 because I keep getting stuck doing all the other extra crap. Is 3 the Las Vegas one? Or New Vegas? Uh, 3.5. So you got it 1, 2, 3. On the 3 okay. engine. Oh, it's its own little one between 3 and 4. I wouldn't say if it's, it's between 3 and 4, but... It's it's Fallout 3, but it's somewhere else. Okay, that's more confused. I'm more confused than I've I'm, ever I'm been. I'm sure I'm fucking up the timeline and somebody's raging 
at me hardcore and calling me a dumbass. And yes, I'm a dumbass. But it's it's not it's unreli- It's its own game. It's but it's un. I don't. Where's it? Can, yeah, canonically, I don't know where it sits within the story. Okay. I heard four from all the coworkers that played most of them. They said four was their favorite, so I just went with that. And I got it on a good deal, game a year edition for ten bucks. So I'm like, that's not bad. I enjoy four. Okay. I especially get caught up in the in the logistics of the game, setting up I, all the I'm, trade routes and everything else. I'm cool getting lost and not finishing the main story. I can do that all day. The, the <laughs> trade routes is what kills me. Why here? You can build your own bases and with tourists and just bring in enemies and have them get killed by that. That's what I do. I go town to town, build it up, bring a bunch of settlers in, and just set up trade routes and keep doing that. And that's that's my game. <laughs> that's the game I end up playing. Yeah, that's why I heard some of my friends were mentioning that like you can just keep playing the game that way. Should probably stream Skyrim. Because I'm getting an itch to play it. Well, see, the anniversary edition comes out on the 15th because it's been 10 years to the date. And now you you could argue, well, the anniversary edition. If you already got the special edition, you don't need the anniversary because they've come out with so many different editions over the years. I've bought this game like five times already. Right. And a lot of the stuff that they use could be kind of just downloaded for free. So whatever. But I think it's only 20 bucks if you already own the game. And I, I'm gonna you know, buy it. I'm gonna fucking buy it. Fuck you, Bethesda. I have that's, no choice. I'm gonna buy. It. I was leaning towards that initially, but I might do Fallout Four for just the new experience because I've never played that. But I've never done any of the DLCs of Skyrim, and I know the next game is a good five, six years away. Let's be real. Yeah, considering what they want to do with it, I'm I'm expecting the game to be twice the size of of uh, Skyrim. Oh my! I can't even imagine. I remember there was some story about this woman. I, I don't know if she was 90 or 100 years old that played it like excessively. And they included her. They're going to include her as a character in the new game. But she'll be dead by the time they eventually release the game because <laughs> it takes them so long. It's fucked up. Yeah. I think there's a story out there about that. I don't think um, with the streaming, I don't know... Now I pay for Pro, but I don't know if me paying for Pro translates to the server to where, like, you could stream also in 1080p at 60 frames. What are you paying? What frames. what service are you paying Pro for? Um, the Discord. I'm sorry, Discord. Oh, you pay Pro. I didn't know there was a Pro level for Discord. Uh, ten bucks a month. If I wanted to get people to add on here, how do you send like an invite link? Do we ever do that so more people can join if they listen in? I don't know. You took care of yeah, the whole Discord thing. Right-click on the Discord icon, and it's right there. Invite people. A little game controller? Or what, what are you talking about? On the icon in the bar? Yeah, uh, the RP, uh, retro RPG icon. Oh, okay, on that. Oh, okay, I see. Cool. Mm-hmm. Just in case anybody else wanted to join that listen. Um. Yeah, anybody should be able to to post the invite link. And if the invite link doesn't work, um, I apologize, and uh, please just let me know so I can now, update it. I was talking to R about this, but have you seen the Back for Blood? Sounds familiar. Why? Uh, it's 
it's basically Left for Dead three. It's the same people that worked on it. Have you you should watch the trailer? Oh, too. I have. What do you think? I wasn't sure what was what that was what it was about, but if it is Left for Dead three, then yes, I want to play it. It looks kind of like that. I I didn't play much Left 4 Dead 2, but I enjoyed the hell out of the first Left 4 Dead. Yeah, we oh played the God. original Left 4 Dead a ton. I never played Left 4 Dead 2, but the first nothing, one was amazing. Yes. Nothing more satisfying than getting a long-range um, hunter jump. Well, I think the new kind of special enemies are a little diluted because they happen all the time and they're not as special. They don't get their own soundtrack or anything like that. So they're kind of missing that because I remember, oh man, there's one time I got scared shitless from The Witcher. You just, you just knew she was coming, and I was terrified. <laughs> oh, it's just the witch. Yeah, that witch. The uh, oh yeah, I'm getting confused about the other game. Duh. You made. They're making a second season. Really. Mm-hmm. I had a friend watch it, and he wasn't too impressed about season one. Have you watched it? No, I haven't seen the first season yet. And you beat The Witcher, right? Oh, I haven't played any of The Witchers. I, I know nothing about the story. I missed... I, I didn't get into it, surprisingly. I did play it for a few hours, but... It didn't grab me like Skyrim did. So you've you've read the books, or you just tried the game? I tried the game. The Witcher 3? Uh, whatever one it was. The latest one, yeah. Uh, 3. Okay, yeah, Witcher 3. It, couldn't, it, it didn't stick? It did not stick, no. That's like old times now. I know. It's crazy. I mean, if you can't, if you can't do a show, everybody understands, I think. But I like the off-topics. Anytime you're ready for an off-topic, I'm down. You know my day's off. I want to do the show, though. That's the problem. Yeah, but your time is really limited. Um, I mean, the next game for the new year is going to be Disco Elysium. And I think well, that's... Hopefully this... Go ahead. No, uh, I want to see how long is it is to beat. Um, how long is it to beat? Main story is 21 hours... Story plus extras thirty one, completionist forty two. I mean, that's it's up to you. I'm gonna start tearing into it because I forgot all about it. Somebody recommended it maybe like a year ago, and that just looks right up my alley. I mean, I want to play, but maybe this uh, crypto deal will work out in a few months, and I can retire or at least quit this job and get something a little bit more. You gotta be careful. I think uh, you're getting a little obsessed. I don't want you to gamble it all away on uh, these coins. No, I have a pretty sizable um, amount invested. I don't have plans to dump any more in. Not yet, at least. Yeah, well, I originally got into it about the whole Dogecoin thing, and then I never ended up buying any of that coin. It bought a bunch of other more stable coins, and it's paid off really good so far. So kind of happy hoping five ten years i'm looking really good we'll see well i mean bitcoin right now is trading at 68.5 yep i'm liking where that's headed 
I've noticed that when Bitcoin goes up, the altcoins go down. And I think what that is, is a lot of money shifting back into Bitcoin. And then as Bitcoin levels off, money shifts back out, back into certain altcoins. Well, I heard that by the end of the year, they're expecting 100K for Bitcoin. I don't know if that's realistic or not. And maybe 5 or 6K for ETH. I'd give 85 I'd say I mean, it's, it's heading in the right direction, but then I also heard there's going to be another crash in December. Who knows, man? I don't keep track of any How of this stuff. Say that, oh, by the way, there's going to be a crash. In How the yeah, fuck do you I, know that? I don't. Again, this is just people that post on, you know, you get, I don't get obsessed with all this stuff. I'm like, I'm in for the long haul. So if it dumps or it gains, I'm a holder. I'm keeping it for at least five, 10 years and see hopefully that I make it out. I know there's a risk I could lose every single penny that I invested and I'm kind of okay with that. It's worth the risk, I think. I've I if I was in your position, I would have at least taken my initial out considering what you what your return has been. Maybe not the initial, but a, a big chunk. I would have taken a, a chunk of profits. Yeah, I'm about 50 per 50 or 60 percent up and i bought in april and june so so i'm looking good but i don't i don't keep track i don't watch it anymore like uh i'll check it every couple of months now oh i'm i'm every day oh i know you were out here you were like you had it open you were ready of course i don't blame you gotta make that money get that paper make that money get that paper Get out of the uh, the wage cage. Yeah, it's. I hope they don't try to, you know, have the government get involved in all of it. Like, keep it. They will. I the you know can't it. Keep its hands out of anything. I know, and it's, they're going to ruin it. So, well, I mean, worst case scenario, it would just move to San Sal to El Salvador, where Bitcoin is official currency there. Yeah, I hear you can do your taxes with Bitcoin and, and a bunch of other stuff. Well, they, they 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 say they it's to combat money laundering. No, bitch, it's for you to take the money from people and claim it for your own. Mm -hmm. Or uh, I think the new thing now is oh, we have to regulate Bitcoin to to protect people from losses. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We need to protect people from themselves. Sure. Just like a lot of top government officials were during the GameStop, we gotta protect the hedge fund companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the that's the main thing we need to worry about. Mm. It's also why you need an account with a minimum of twenty five thousand dollars daily in order to day trade. That's a big chunk. They're they're protecting you from yourself. Yeah, I just wish they'd leave us alone. No, that ain't happening. I know. Uh, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is also um, still within the United States territory. You don't need a passport to go there, but there are no federal taxes. Oh, okay. Good to know. Well, you know, out here there's no uh, sales tax. There's no sales tax, but there is income tax. Mm -hmm. Property tax is pretty high. Who was, I forget which area it was, but somebody was telling me their property tax is taxes were like three times what I was paying in Florida. I had an aunt and uncle. They lived in a really good area somewhere in Cincinnati, and their property tax each year was twelve grand. My property tax in Tampa was eight hundred. 
per year. But they all justified it because it's really, really good schools. I'm like, yeah, in America, though, I mean, come on. What are you compared it to? Uh, yeah, again, at 12 grand a year? No. Uh, I, exactly. Once, private schools. Once their kids were out of school, they kind of they moved. <laughs> Was it no longer worth the uh, property tax? <laughs> I don't get it, but what? I guess I don't need to. Yeah. This was good. I don't got anything else. Do you got anything else to say? No, I'm, I'm pretty much done. I'm burnt out. This is my second show for the night. Oh, my goodness. I know. I'm sorry. I'm on a roll. Nah, the, the other show was even less than an hour. It was like nothing. Mm. It was a Christmas special. <laughs> well, this is off topic number whatever. I think 80.5. That's what I'll do. I'll upload it next week. Okay. All right. My name's Derek. My name's Don. Burr. Burr.